Oh, everybody, welcome. Welcome to the Poolside Party with PvP. I'm Piers. That's Eric. Eric. Hi, I'm Eric. Say hi. Hi. Thank you. I appreciate that. If this is your first time listening, and it may be your last, based on this intro, this is a show where myself, Piers Ray, and himself, Eric Ivanovich, say hi, Eric. Hi. We pitch podcast concepts to each other. At the end of the episode, we're going to vote on the ideas we present here today. If we can agree on a concept, that's our new show, and this show goes in the trash. If we can't, see you tomorrow, suckers. Um, and there's no pool. It's not a poolside party. Why would you ruin that? <laughs> I, I just, just want them to understand okay. what's actually going on here. All right. Well, that brings me to my pitch then. Okay. What's your pitch? Poolside PVP. Eric, I love pitching podcasts with you. You're one of my best friends, uh, though my memory of our life together is still a little hazy after the events of last week. I'm, uh, uh-huh. you know, details are returning. So if I forget some things like your second middle name after Milrod. Uh, don't That's t- actually the second middle name, so. Well, see, that's what I'm talking about. Little yeah. details, little details. Don't uh, don't take offense. I'm learning. I'm learning about our friendship, all over again. Right. And it's, I, ex- it's an exciting time for both of us. It is. It is. And um, I mean, like, I know that you think of us as best friends, and I'm excited to get back to that stage. It's just you know, like, I can't even remember what order your middle names go in, so it's kind of like a weird time for me. Like, anyone could be my best friend right now. Of course. Right. Although I do have perfect memory of everyone else in my life except you. Which is very strange, in my opinion. That's magic for you, buddy. Anyways, my pitch is we get to keep doing this. We keep pitching podcast ideas to each other with one great twist. Right. We do it by the pool. Want to jump into an episode? Okay. (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome to Poolside PvP. I'm Piers Ray. My name is Eric Ivanovich. Hi. We're chilling poolside today, baby. You can hear it. You can hear the sound of splashing, uh, kids running around the edge of the pool, a lifeguard occasionally blowing that whistle. Maybe a guy selling gelato weighs down. I actually don't hear it. Well, uh, you should. I don't hear any of that. You definitely should. Like, if the other mics are working, they should be picking up the ambient noise. That's the whole point of this episode. It's very... I don't hear a single thing. It's Mm. very strange that... It sounds like whoever was tasked with downloading and and uh, editing in these sounds just didn't do it well why would they have to download like i think it's more likely that the person who is tasked with recording the actual live sounds of the pool right has failed to properly set up the that's mics. probably it yeah because i don't hear a single well, thing you can hear them because we're sitting right next to them so you can hear oh actually you're wearing the cans i'm wearing the cans so yeah. you can't hear anything but what's going into the mics yeah well i'm gonna have to have a talk with our producer because like our engineer should have set up those extra Just mics. flip the on switch. It's all the way over there at the soundboard. No, and that's I'm... what I'm saying to him. Oh, okay. Producer, just flip the on. Like, there's a button. Where I can is see that the mic is attached? Where is Carrie? She's not at the soundboard. This is ridiculous. Okay, this is not gone at all. Like, there she is. She's on the diving board. <sighs> yeah, we see you, Carrie. Wrong board, Carrie. Soundboard, not diving board. I can't believe that Carrie actually can swim because her fist is made of iron. Well, she's about to do a cannonball. Let's see. Uh-oh. Oh. Down she goes. And down. that's an enormous splash. Down she stays. If only if only we could have heard that splash. Man, that would have been cool. If only someone could have edited it in. Hey, watch or... it, kids. There's equipment here. God. A I... bunch of kids running around, making noises. Squirting each other with water guns. I can't hear any of it, though. Can I can... You... Oh, can you hear this? No. Like, that's that's the sound of me unwrapping a new terry cloth beach towel. 
Okay. That's very nice. It's very soft. Feels good on the skin. Yeah, I couldn't hear it. I don't think the listeners can hear it either. <sighs> I'm really upset that those other mics haven't been hooked up. This whole show's been a bust. Should we pitch podcasts or? <sighs> nah, fuck it. Let's just hang out by the pool. Okay. What a nightmare. What God. a disaster. Why? Well, I, I mean, look, I'll talk to, maybe I'll go back and I will see if I can get some wild sound from that pool. <laughs> And I can just send them to you later. Maybe. Well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, maybe I'll try and edit it in, but... Uh, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. There's a lot of strange stuff happening there. Yeah, I, I think I'll... Actually, I'll guarantee that there won't be any sounds in, the, in there. It's probably for the best, because we would have needed a mic set up at the bottom of the pool to capture Carrie's cries for help when yeah. she realizes that her metal fists are going to trap her. Does she have two metal fists? I thought she just had the one iron fist. She has one iron fist for sure, around which she always wears a velvet glove. Yeah. Mm, I so rarely see her hands, it's hard for me to be certain. Right. She keeps one behind her back at all times. That's so terrifying. Just so you're not sure. Yeah. You're not sure. Carrie, if you're listening, I'm scared of you. (laughs) Eric, do you have a pitch for me? Um, Yeah, I got a pitch for you. So uh, you sent me a text earlier i did i send you lots of texts you you do send a lot of texts and i'm actually gonna put you on blast right now why because you'll send me so you sent me four texts without a response from me yeah so so it's just my phone's buzzing maybe i was driving actually that is what was going on i, I don't was ex- driving. i don't expect you to respond and your phone and my phone was buzzing and making noises and interrupting my music i'm sorry how's this putting me on blast Anyways, just you know what you do? send one text. You know what you do? What's that? You put your phone on silent so that it doesn't interrupt your music. Nah, but if someone calls, I need you know need to answer it. Yeah, well, you'll know when someone calls because the music will stop. But if someone texts, mm. the buzz won't come through. Um, anyways, uh, what you could be doing, instead of sending me four texts... Mm-hmm. Instead of sending send four it, personal messages one, to my best friend. Send one text with all that information. Nah, I'll send four. Um, but you sent me a text. Uh, apparently, there's something going on. There's an application for podcasts such of ours. Such you know of what? Ours I'm gonna to... put. I'm gonna say this on the show right yeah. now because the deadline has already come and gone. Okay, good. But um, other podcasts out there. Uh, sorry, we didn't tell you about this earlier. We just found <laughs> out about it super last minute. We have two days to get this application in. But Gimlet and Squarespace are doing a project together where they're looking for podcasts to produce a little mini-series under Gimlet. Whether or not you just have an idea for a podcast or whether you have a concept uh, that's been going for a while and you want to up your game with these guys. You're uh, selling this very hard for something that the deadline has already passed for. Well, this could be a recurring thing. Oh, maybe next year they'll do it again? And if they select a you know, some unexpected show yeah. to make it happen. That's pretty cool. They're, like something neat could come out of this. Yes. So I think that people should, like podcast fans should go check it out. See what see what happens. Right. And uh, part of the application is uh, what is a podcast that inspires us yeah. and why. Um, and uh, Pierce has graciously allowed me to pick one of the podcasts that Allow- we put on this application. Allowed you. I try to involve <laughs> you with paperwork. I'm so sorry. Um, so I thought uh, uh, I would pitch a podcast to you called What Inspires Me? And this would be a podcast where every episode I talk about a podcast that I'm inspired by. Yeah. And I guess in the later seasons, I would run out of podcasts and I would start talking about other things like... Like Stardew Valley. Like I don't know if I would say I'm inspired by Stardew Valley. What do you Valley, mean you're not inspired by Stardew Valley? 
let's just wait until I get to the to the, the things that actually inspire talk. you. Yeah. Okay. Um. And uh, and we would figure out which of these podcasts we should we should say is like inspired uh, us. Okay. Right? So, um, for example, what's one podcast that inspires me? Uh, Beef and Dairy Network. Oh, that's a good one. That um, is a great one. It's really interesting how they take such a small idea, uh, such a such a tiny premise, and they've made this enormous like world out of it uh, with with consistent rules, very strange tone. You can never really know what's going to happen when you listen to an episode of Beef and Dairy Network. Very true. Um, very exciting stuff, and the episodes. Are very short like the earlier ones can be sometimes like less than 10 minutes i think now they're usually about like 25 to 30 minutes but now that they have become comfortable now that they have an audience a, yeah and b that they become comfortable uh experimenting with the format because the first episodes are very strictly focused on on beef and dairy jokes you know <laughs> like the the joke is it's a surreal network dedicated to this one industry um, and then they started getting all this, these, like they built all these characters, yeah. right? And now, I, I don't know, like I like when they started playing tapes of people calling into the network and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, well, they've been doing that since the beginning. Not since the first, like, th I'm talking about like the first few episodes, yeah, like two or three. Yeah, they've been doing it. Yeah, but it's all focused. How do I put this? Do you remember that one episode where they get like an incredibly long voicemail? Yes. This guy leaves his house and goes on this whole journey. Yes. Yeah. That's like a 10-minute clip, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, have, they weren't doing like long clips like that. Yeah. Like the first – and it's like the first callers would have been like, hey, I've got a question about beef and dairy. And like it's still funny. It's still a great bit. Yeah. But it's it's not like going on this weird philosophical journey with this character that you've just met who suddenly becomes the entire show. Um, yes. That's I'm not correct. saying – like it, it was never a – What's the word? It was never a pedestrian show. Like it was, it was never a cliche it was never a or conventional anything. show. Exactly. Thank you. It was always strange. Um, but it's it uh, even it took its strange roots and went even stranger. And it's hilarious and extremely good. And it inspires me to try and push the boundaries of this show. I would love to push our boundaries. Um, but not too much. It sounds like a lot of work. It does. Uh, it, not without a professional engineer to do some of the heavy lifting for us. And uh, one of the uh, one of the sh shows that inspires me is um, uh, the Flop House. The Flop House, which I is one of the best podcasts. It's definitely, I would say, the funniest podcast there is. Um, just by like ratio of of huge laughs to minutes, it's con it's consistently funny. It's it, um, basically it's a bad movie podcast, but they barely talk about the bad movies. Like it's basically just, uh, three guys in a room riffing podcast, which I normally would hate, but the loose frame that they have to, uh, to hang their riffs on, which is the bad movie, yeah. um, uh, gives them enough structure that they can, that it's not just, uh, it's not just a bullshit podcast. That's like, interesting. Okay, let's compare Flophouse to How Did This Get Made. Okay. Just because we've we've had this conversation kind of a little bit before, but I feel like I didn't know. I haven't listened to the Flophouse yet. God, you really should. It's I know. super funny. I know. Um, How Did This Get Made is, is good and it's funny, but, but a lot of what they do is they go beat by beat through the movie yeah. and they talk about like each time they come across something that's funny, they talk about like why it's why this is such a bad thing in a movie um it's it's a lot of 
specific jokes about specific the movie. yeah but my favorite thing about how did this get made right. is when they dig into the behind the scenes stuff usually something that comes from sheer or an audience member uh-huh. where they will talk about like this is what happened on set this like why the filmmaking decisions they made were yeah. made um, and it sounds to me like what you're describing is Flophouse is more strictly focused on the comedy side. Like they are turning, oh, yeah. they're turning it, they're making scenes inspired by, like it's more like improv it's, scenes inspired by the content they viewed. It's not essentially, it's not really improv. It's like, I guess like it's more riffing. Like, right. I don't know if you would consider riffing to be improv. I don't. Well, do you I... consider what we do to be improv? We don't have plans. <sighs> kind so of. It's a little bit, but. I mean, it's, it's a f- Form? it's it's improvised yeah i don't because we're not creating scenes or but i don't know man i don't know because like think about short form improv right mm-hmm. short form improv is largely games yeah set up reaction set up reaction set up reaction right. right like and a lot of the podcasts that we pitch on this show especially now kind of follow that like they might have sort of a game show set up yeah that's some of true. them are like but some of them will just be us going around in a circle riffing off of like a central idea and that's sometimes yeah that's basically an improv game yeah I, i'm not well versed enough in the different games to i mean we're, we're essentially i guess we're, we're close enough to improv we're closer to improv than to like to sketch yeah to sketch because those are the don't... two those are the two uh the yin and yang of comedy totally improv and sketch yeah written and not written there's like um stand-up comedy which is like uh like 70 percent sketch and 30 percent improv totally there's something like short form improv where there's depending games depending on uh the com- comedian though i'm well, thinking I'm, todd berry's crowd work tour it's all improv yeah well Let's call it 90% improv, 10% written. Okay. He's still going to have some material there. Um, but basically, Flophouse is they watch a bad movie and then they sit and talk. And uh, one of them, Elliot, uh, usually gives like a plot summary. And they will jump in and talk about the movie itself. But they love to go on tangents, sometimes for like 15 to 20 minutes at a time. Right. Um, so, uh, and in the second half of the episode... They do uh, letters from listeners, right? Like it's letters from listeners is a half of the episode. It's it's a uh, sometimes a letters portion is longer than the movie portion, right? Um, where listeners uh, uh, are basically they use those as prompts for riffing, or sometimes they ask them serious questions about movies. And at the end of the episode, they will give their recommendations for a movie that's actually good to watch instead of the bad movie that they watched, right? Well, okay, because that's kind of, I mean, How Did This Get Made does that too. They just release them as minisodes generally. Yeah, I don't like the How Did This Get Made minisodes. I'm not a huge fan because there's a ton, there's ads in those as well. But because it's they're so much sheer, shorter, right? it's just, it's usually just Sheer. Sometimes usually. other people show up. Yeah, I, it's, uh, Sheer's funny and and he's uh, good. He's He's a good host. But He's a great host. What's good about how did this get made is the 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 dynamics between them, the, the three of them. Absolutely, because um, all I I agree and disagree with all three of them in every episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I ever have agreed with June, but I I just want her to. I want the show to be like about a hundred percent more June than there is in how did this get made. She's always working, so she's never on yeah. the show anymore. She's, um, she's the busiest of them, probably, I would guess. As an actor? Yeah, I think so. I would say so. I mean, Grace and Frankie's still on. 
Um, Jason Manzukis is is pretty, but he always plays. Jason Manzukis, I feel recurring. like he shows up. Uh, to, he shows up to a set, and he does one take and leaves. That's what I think. I think he gets it perfect on the first take. I, I actually agree. He knocks it out of the water, but guess what? He's only in one episode this season, so he's there for a week, yeah. and then he's gone. Um, Back to his next project where he's, once again, knocking it out of the park on the first takes. Uh, another podcast that inspires me is You Talking You Two to Me. Uh, obviously, this is the best podcast of all time. Um, it's basically perfect. Uh, I think what I like so much about it is that they take... Um, Scott and Scott take their love of they have a true love and passion for you too um, and and now REM and now REM which I haven't got to uh, that podcast yet so I won't say that that one inspires me okay. but uh they um they're able to uh I guess they have an instinct to undermine their own show um I don't know if that's what it is like it, it's like they they do truly want to talk about what makes you two great which yeah. I would disagree I think they're okay but they think that they're amazing and they want to talk about what's so great about it but they keep like distracting themselves like a lot of the humor of the show is it's it's an anti-comedy in a way that like like they're trying to get to a point but they pull themselves back you know what I mean I always thought of it as them recognizing how ridiculous what they <laughs> like because YouTube's a YouTube's a great band yeah and they more than just being like great as musicians they're a great band because they've had such an enormous influence on culture and yeah other they're musical a huge acts. band they're a huge band yeah great as in great as in the uh, great and powerful Oz yes as it were yeah pay no attention to the band behind the curtain just Bono's head floating over the stage. Uh, <laughs> That's right. He puts all of them behind a curtain now. It's just the Bono show. But I, I do feel like maybe they're acknowledging a little bit because they are just super fans. Yeah. They're both very knowledgeable about music, at least in their spheres of interest for yeah. certain. I don't actually know if this has ever come up. Do they play? No, they they both Scott play. was in a band. He was in a band. I don't know if I don't know if Scott was. Adam. Adam Scott. Scott Ackerman was in a band. He Definitely. played guitar. He plays guitar. He yeah, that's right, because he played at Largo and stuff. Yeah. Um, Adam Scott, I don't know if he does. I don't think he does. I wouldn't be surprised if he knew how, but I don't know if he's like mm. a pet. You know, what I, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like they're not, they, they're in show business. They're super fans. They, I'm assuming Adam Scott also knows how to play music. Just he seems Probably. like he would know how to play the piano or the guitar or something. Maybe he doesn't do it anymore, but at some point. We see him sing in Step Brothers. Like I'm as I'm talking about this, we do yeah. see him sing in Step Brothers. He's solid. Great, great rendition of uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Though yeah. who knows if that's his voice. It is. I know that it is. You do? Yeah, I could hear it. You know that I've seen the movie. Okay. I'm just saying that there are such a thing as sound alike singers. Where you and we we have to do this in our movies, where an actor wow. is like, yeah, I, I'd love to sing this part, but I can't sing, and then we're like, okay, and then we hear the mix of them singing, you're like, ah, you can't sing, and then you find a particular singer who can do their voice right. while singing, hmm. and it's very good. That's like, pretty cool. It's it's I, Adam it, Scott does it for real though. Yeah, how, how do you know? Uh, I could just I was just watching the show and I could tell. Guess what? Um, I totally agree. It's another him. <laughs> Another uh, another podcast that inspires me is uh, the worst idea of all time. Um, this is one of my faves. Uh, what I like about it is that they, uh, these two 
these two guys watch the same movie every week for 52 weeks. Okay. Um, and uh, it's it's the first season is Grown Ups 2. Mm-hmm. The second season is Sex and the City 2. And the third season is We Are Your Friends. Um, and I'd now really, it's over. I Oh, is the show done done? It's over, yeah. Fuck, I was really hoping they would do uh, like Paul Blart 2. Well, they, they do watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 uh, once a year on American Thanksgiving with right. the with the McElroys for... Right. Uh, right. Uh, what's that called? What's, oh, fuck. what's the show called? Oh, My Brother, My Brother and Me? No, no. Well, they're from My Brother, My Brother and Me. That's another show that inspires me. The show is called Death Blart. Death, Death Blart. Till Death Do Us Blart. That's what it's called. Um, anyways, uh, worst idea of all time. They take a, a very simple concept... And they um, they find new life in this idea of watching the same movie over and over. Like, uh, <clears throat> you wouldn't think that they'd be able to get 52 episodes of a movie, like, uh, 52 episodes of content out of one movie. But they can. They're constantly um, finding new things to say about it. They're uh, slowly being driven insane in, in uh, each of these seasons. Right. Um, they actually, I don't believe they take a break between the seasons either. Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's what I like most about that show. It's because it's such a strange thing to do. It's wild. It's respectable. And they have a strange code of ethics. So there's one episode uh, in season three where they um, they were doing a live show and they miss they mistimed how much like they thought the movie was they thought they had more time than they did yeah yeah so they didn't have time to watch the whole movie so they sped it up to 120 percent oh my goodness and to make it fair for the next episode they, they slowed, slowed it. it down to 80 percent and it, that's a movie about music so it it completely destroyed the movie both times. Um, Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. We Are Your Friends is a movie about a DJ. Thank you. Okay. Um, Thank you. There's one episode uh, early on in season one where they felt like they weren't paying close enough attention to Grown Ups 2. So they decided that that watch didn't count. And for the next episode, they would have to watch it twice back to back. I think ethics aside, yeah. if, it, if it is ethics, great. That's just a good showbiz idea because it gives variety to the reactions you're going to have each time. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, I mean, it's not always, you know, they don't always, there's not a lot of, like, um, changing the way that they watch something, but it's, it's, they, they stick to a, a set of rules that they have to follow, um, and that influences the way that they react. Like, there's times when they, they, uh, they think that they, I don't know. Can you imagine it's, it's difficult to watching explain. any movie, yeah. even a good movie, 52 times in the space of a year? No, I could not. When somebody says to me, I've seen that movie like a hundred times, I hope, I always hope they're yeah. kidding. I actually have seen uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny over a hundred times because uh, I used to put it on on repeat. Were you when paying I would get attention to it? No, I was not paying close that super attention. That does not to it. count. I talk, no, it's not the way that they do it where they watch. You watch a movie. Not like, oh, I like enough of, like, I like, because yeah. Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, a lot of great songs in it, a lot of great jokes. Not a cohesive stoner film no. in some place, but it is a pretty good stoner movie. I don't know if I could say it's a great, I can't say it's a great movie. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's entertaining. Fine. The production values are solid. Everyone in it songs, is good. Yeah. Some surprise, some great gags, great cast. It's better than Grown Ups 2. Oh, by a long shot. And it it's better than Sex better. in the City 2. And I will say Grown Ups 2 is better than Sex in the City 2. Uh, yes, I do think, think that as well yeah yeah having 
recently watched Grown Ups 2 and Grown Ups for the first time. They are not as bad as I expected. They're still not great. It was worse than I expected, but Sex and the City 2 was way worse than I expected. Really? Had you seen Sex and the City 1? No, but I'd seen the TV show a little bit, and it was not bad. It was pretty good. It's all right. Um, I mean, it's it's you know, it's not amazing, but it's way way better than Sex and the City two, yeah. the movie. Yeah, and it's I'm also not the Sex and the City. Like, it's a yeah. good show. I recognize it. I just I have no interest in anyone on it. There's an episode of the worst idea of all time. So they did they took they made two episodes out of their the one that they did with Paul uh, Paul of Tompkins. They they watched it once and released two episodes with PFT. So to make up for that, at one point, they always do a director's commentary episode. Yeah. Um, so they did a director's commentary twice in succession. Like, Oh, my God. The, the way that they, they had, like, a, a, they just had it on, on loop so that it was in the same playlist. Yeah. Um, so they did commentary the first the first two and a half hours of sex and city 2 they were doing commentary as the director like the two of them were both the director yeah and then for the second half they were just themselves talking about how fucking stupid it was to watch sex and the city 2 back to back spend five hours watching sex and the city 2 first split... and release it as a five hour episode of a podcast for a split second there yeah I thought you said that Paul Thomas Anderson did the director's commentary. No. And my mind was reeling. I'm like, Paul Thomas Anderson directed Sex in the City 2? No. What? There's no way. There's no way. Also, um, I, did, I have not bothered to see Sex in the City 2, now that I think about it. I saw Sex in the City 1. There's... Uh, which was... Sex in the City 2 is apparently a lot worse. I Sex in the City 1 is okay. Yeah. It's like, an, it's like a long episode of Sex in the City. If you, um, I saw it because my girlfriend at the time wanted to see it. Yeah, if same you, reason I saw Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants in theaters. If you, which was wa- actually pretty good. If you watch just the part of Sex and the City two where Coffee Guy shows up, that uh-huh. part is extremely funny. Where Coffee Guy shows up, I don't. Oh, I see. In Sex and the City two. Yeah. Okay. Coffee Guy is the the Coffee Guy scene is extremely funny. Okay. Otherwise, the 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 rest of the the other two hours and twenty nine minutes and. 40 seconds are terrible. Mm-hmm. So there was a gem in there. Yes. Okay, Extremely that's good. That's cool. Anyways, those are podcasts that inspire me. I spent way too much time talking you about really it. You really did, but, but guess what? I loved listening to it. Yes, yeah, so I loved there's listening legs to on it. this podcast. Yeah, but the only problem with this show is it would be a lot better if we did it by the pool. I'll be voting uh, no. for poolside PVP. I'm voting for mine. What are you talking about? Buddy. We can do an episode by the we pool. Don't need, we don't... You can pay, you can talk about podcasts that you like anytime within poolside PVP. Your and you basically just talked about all the shows you like. Well, so I, I, there's other ones I like that just don't inspire me. Oh, I see. The then, Walkout Boys. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, let me just add that to my list of Eric's favorite things. Uh, Mike oh, Dicta. That's an, that's a new podcast that I'm really enjoying. Mike Ditka. Mike Dicta. Oh, not not like Mike Ditka the. Uh, race car driver football coach <laughs> football coach whichever he did he's the he's the chicago either bears or cubs whichever one is football bears is football cubs is baseball. Yeah, so he was a coach for the bears um it's a playoff of mike Ditka. wait a minute i thought chicago had the white Sox. that's baseball that's right wait but then who are the cubs uh also. the bears are the football team hmm. white chicago white Sox is the baseball team listen i'm not the guy the blackhawks is the hockey team so who are the Chicago Cubs? Uh, 
uh, basketball. Really? Sure. Well, I'm looking this up. Don't look it up. I'm Listen, we've already up. voted, so it's a tie. Um, this episode's going long already, so don't look it up. I'll, I'm going to look it up, and you can... Thanks for listening, everybody. They're also a baseball team. Oh, they got so two baseball wait, teams. So wait, they got two baseball teams? Hold uh, on, I'm thanks. looking this up. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, tune in tomorrow for another episode of Podcast versus Podcast. They got like... two baseball teams. That's not fair. In one city? That's not fair. Chicago, what do you think you are, New York? <laughs> uh, it sounds like Pierce's memory has come back almost completely. He's He's it's, got a lot of his memory there's back. There's still a lot of fuzz around the edges. Yeah. There's a lot of mojito aftertaste in my mouth. I still wish I was chilling poolside, Eric, so think about it. All right, I'll think about it. Uh, everybody, uh, why don't you follow us on Twitter at PodcastVS. Uh, review us on iTunes. That's really it. Just do those two things and we will be, I don't know, fans of yours. Cool? Great. I, I don't agree to that. See you later, guys. We're your fans now. Bye. Bye.